We're live. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Laura. Are you starting your tea again? <laughs> Laura, have you met any black people this week? Any new black people this week? I met the people who are attending United Bicycle Institute's bike school with me. There are 16 of us in total. People of color ranging from Filipina to black. <laughs> that's what I use. That's my range. Um, and I also met two other people of color in Ashland. I am pretty convinced that they're actually the only two people of color that live in Ashland, Oregon. Um, <laughs> and I, I made sure to make eyes with the black woman. We acknowledge each other's blackness. And then, yeah, that's all of them. I also feared for my life and well-being while in Medford, Oregon, waiting to get into Ashland. I took cover at a Cinnabon slash Taco Bell slash Subway. Okay. And uh, my Sounds like uh, a safe nice, space. It was a very safe space, actually. I bought a Cinnabon so they wouldn't kick me out because I needed to be there to be safe. Um, but uh, besides that, yeah, the, those are all the black people. All, the black people. all right. So we yes, have ma'am. we have a guest today. But who? Well, you don't got no black people? Oh, oh, I have several. Okay, so um, hmm, where was I going? To work or something? I don't know. But there was a man who passed by me on a motorcycle, and he was bu- bl- like blasting. Jay-Z's hard knock life. And I was like, okay. Hell yeah. I'm into this. What's I'm he- into this. I was never so excited to be in traffic. I was like, I am having a happy moment. Um, <laughs> and then I went, last weekend, I went to like a bike thing, as usual. And on my, I took the BART home, which is like the subway system in the Bay Area. It's like Bay Why is Area. It called the BART? Who's BART? Bay Area Rapid Transit. Oh, that's and, not No, BART is not a person. And there was a man, black man, got on train, started asking for change. And I have a rule, like, if I have a dollar readily available, I will give it to you. But I'm not fishing through my stuff looking for a dollar for you. Like, right, right, and I did not have one readily available, so he did not get a dollar. But then he went over into the corner of the train and was doing, like, full-on stretches. Oh, all right. <laughs> like, he had his, like, leg up. And, like, it was, it was a sight to behold. And then... I went to another bike thing on Tuesday at the Port of Oakland. It's called the Pooh Ride. See, Port of Oakland, Pooh. Anyway, there was a man there when I arrived who passed by me on like an old beater bike, but he had like a bunch of like bags. Like he was like kind of like the Chinese dudes in New York City with the shopping cart. All about, you know what I mean? But it was like on a bicycle. And he they passed by me. Millionaires. I'm just like, you know. I know. Right. And I was like, where's this man going? <laughs> And then when I was getting back in my car to go home, he passed by me again. Passed by me again, going in the same direction. I was like, wait, very did he pass by you while you were riding? So this man was like, no, 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 I was in my car. Like, I had arrived, I was sitting in my car, and then I was about to leave, and I was sitting in my car. And he passed by me going in the same direction both times. I was very confused. I don't know if he was also doing laps at the port mm-hmm. <laughs> with all of his bags. But, you know, I ain't hating. Whatever. I don't know his life. Jason. Our guest. Yes. Today. Have you met any new black people this week? I met musicians. Were they new met, to you? They were new to me. Um, I met a sound engineer. He was new to me. Um, yeah. I mean, I met enough new black people this week that I can say I met a lot of them. 
Mm. We cannot say the same. Nah. No, I'm in Southern Oregon. And I am yeah. still in El Sobrani. Actually, yeah. I know Oregon you can was a sundown it. state, correct? Is Tell me more. Was. No, I'm, um, if I am correct, Oregon did not have segregation issues as such. Because, because they couldn't they were, have they black. Were, because you couldn't be black. They, you, yeah. you couldn't be black within state lines after sundown. Correct. correct. Oh, after so it's called oh, a sundown. After sundown? sundown? I thought yeah, it was like you, all you, the time. Well, um, they called them sundown states because initially there were sundown towns all over the country where you could work there as a black person. Because uh, black people were okay for labor. Uh, yes. But the Northwest was... Uh, designated uh, where there were sundown states where there were there were a few exceptions where black people were allowed to work during the day but not a single person of immediate African descent was allowed to sleep or live in the, in, the, in those states. That's messed During up. Oregon. I ain't into it. Fix it like Jesus. 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 Boris, I told them you was going to be quiet. <laughs> Boris wants to talk, too. <laughs> um, I'm Laura Solis, and I'm an Afro-Latina from the South Bronx, first-generation okay. American. I'm Aisha McGowan, and you do this to me every week, and I refuse to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just a Black woman in America, okay? Oh, okay. I'm Jason Marshall, and um, I live on the East Coast. All right, so this week we have invited Jason Marshall. I'm going to call him our very black friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, to have a discussion with us. So we're not doing our normal C's. This is a bonus episode, our second bonus episode. Bonus, bonus, bonus. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so I invited Jason because I enjoy discussing his views on intersectionality. I think they are a voice that lots of folks are afraid to have. And if you ever make the acquaintance of Jason Marshall, he's not afraid of anything, as far as I know. Are you afraid of anything, Jason? Word, are you? Uh, I'm not, but I haven't had the, I haven't really been allowed to be afraid of anything. Yep, <laughs> sounds right. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so this past week or last week, January 30th, what was that, last Tuesday, last week, Monday? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there was a luncheon at Sundance celebrating women in film, and there was a discussion happening. And during that discussion, Salma Hayek and Jessica Williams kind of got into it. Um, and so basically what had happened was... Who, who are these people? Who's Selma Hayek? And who's Jessica Williams, yes. Selma Hayek is an actress, a very prominent actress of Mexican and Lebanese descent. Um, she has done quite a few things. She's a, she's a, I would call her a household name. I don't know, would you consider mm-hmm. her that? I okay. would, yeah. And Jessica Williams is a household name for me, but if you've never heard of her, she is one of the two dope queens, and she was also um, a correspondent on The Daily Show when... Is it John Williams? That's the, no, that's the, John Stewart. John Williams is the composer. <laughs> you just agreeing with me. <laughs> I, 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 
they was that was his name. Oh, no, <laughs> different, 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 different white man. Um, <laughs> yes. So yeah. So so somebody mentioned something about um, finding the democracy inside and being careful not to fall into victimization mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. when it comes to um, identifying. And Williams, Jessica Williams said, "What if you're a person of color?" Or a transgendered person who, just from how you look, you're already in conflict. Um, and there was, you know, more of the same of the, like, change your point of view and don't be victimized and all of that. And then Selma Hayek chimed in and asked, who are you when you're not Black and you're not a woman? Who are you and what have you got to give? And Williams responded as... Calmly as she could, because I personally would have been annoyed by that. But, you know, that's just me. Deep breath, mm-hmm. had She woosied it out and she responded, a lot. But some days I'm just black and I'm just a woman. Like, it's not my choice. I know who I am. I know I'm Jessica. And I'm the hottest bitch on the planet I know. Um, and so they went back and forth a little bit. And the thing that really stood out to me was Hayek's response she goes, baby, I'm Mexican and Arab. I'm from another generation, baby, when this was not even possible. And that <laughs> statement is like, I'm terribly disappointed in everything that annoys black women about the concept of intersectionality, which is why I often say I'm down for intersectionality if it is truly intersectional, mm-hmm. but it usually isn't. Like, it just, I'm kicking this cat out. I'm sorry. It doesn't work like that, but go ahead. Tell us your thoughts, Jason Marshall. That's why you're here. Mm. Uh, you're, you're ready? Okay, so intersectionality presupposes that um, grievances can be addressed in, you know, with, with a compounded platform. And okay. there's no evidence that they have ever been addressed that way. Can you explain that in even simpler terms? Okay, women's rights for lack of a better term, is one issue. Okay. Mm -hmm. The rights and uh, protection of peoples of African descent is a different issue. The rights of gay, lesbian, transgendered people is for the moment a different issue. The only way for needs to be met is for those issues to be addressed individually. Intersectionality is a Uh, commonly used term to say I'm mad about more than one thing, the evidence only supports that problems only get fixed one at a time. So intersectionality does not actually serve any of the issues that supposedly intercede. I support that only by way of saying, if you attempt to multitask, something's got to give. Like you cannot give your best effort towards one thing you have you have sort of watered down or, or minimized the attention you can give to all the things or any individual thing and when I went to the women's march however many weeks ago at one point the crowd is shouting out black lives matter black lives matter and I'm like all right I see you white people but then it turned into trans lives matter trans lives matter and I'm like mm. right. and I'm here for the trans don't get me wrong but it's like it kept on going with refugees lives matter and i'm just like we can't be talking about all the things if we want to address like any one of them yeah and although i'm also here for 
like maybe we can do that but there's definitely the time when you need to decide what there's, your focus is if there's you want no there, things ahead there's no evidence that it's ever worked i'm okay with there not being evidence that it didn't work i'm okay with that for now um okay i'm just saying uh, to i i don't i don't use the term because everyone who gets their needs met first of all disallows intersectionality uh and 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 uh, narrows the focus so much that only one thing can get fixed that's how you fix things like if you go if you go to a a rally or a a congressional hearing or anything where folks meet to address issues mm-hmm. for any other group they only allow discussion on that issue for example for example when you go to a pride march you cannot go with black lives matter not be, not because gays lesbian and transgender people hate black people it's just that they they as a as a as a group understand that you cannot talk about anything else when you want your needs met you have to you have to pick a grievance and deal with it i mean i agree i mean i feel like i walk as you probably as y'all know i work in a very white city and so when i'm working when a customer comes into the store and treats me a way that is deemed inappropriate by my definition, I first assume it's because I'm black. And then I assume it's because I'm a woman in a male dominated industry, because I cannot be black. <laughs> um, I mean, I could, let's not get into that. The point is, I always, <laughs> assume, <laughs> I always assume blackness first, and then woman second, which is unfortunate, because I also walk my life that way, as in, I want, I want to elevate women's issues, of course. But I first need to deal with the situation being that because I'm black skinned, y'all gonna treat me differently, which they right. do all the time. Right. Um, right. How about you, Aisha? You haven't said much. I know. I'm like, I'm listening to y'all and I'm thinking like, okay, both of these views make a lot of sense, but what is, what is the solution? Cause there's the argument of like, if everybody worked together, you'd get a whole lot more done. That's, but that, that's just, it's just not true. That's that's a that's a that's a nice concept. It's just um, that presupposes a degree of equity which has never existed. Okay. That you know to say if everyone worked together we'd get a lot more done. People only work for themselves unless they're conditioned to work for everyone else but themselves. So in those what ninety three percent of the white women voted for Trump or something. It, well, it's white first and then they women second. I think it was like fifty three. It felt like 93. Well, look. look <laughs> I think for, it was 93% first, of black women voted for Hillary. Thing. Either way. 90, 93% of black women don't know that Hillary is the reason there ain't no good black men out here. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I guess I'm um, 7%. But I, but I, did, <laughs> I did vote for Hillary. But I know okay, she well, wasn't here. But like, she ain't here for you as a black man in America. She ain't here for anybody that I, and I know that. I still yeah, I mean, yeah, I, de- I definitely did not. Well, look, without getting off subject, let me let me just say this. Um, the, this the, the environment that we live in is designed for one demographic to thrive and everyone else to help that cause out. Okay, so what about folks who do fit into all of these different margins? Like what... Okay, is your theory that they should focus specifically on 
liberating um, the injustices as a black person or and ignore all of the other things or like I'm saying a, I'm saying one at a time. Okay. But one so at a, that's all I'm saying. I'm choose the priority list. Like I, Okay, what? okay. In what order the um the order uh, that I uh, accept and the order that the only order I've ever seen work is existence first, which is to say your um sexual preference or your uh how you present uh, with respect to your gender identity are both behavioral in nature. That is to say, it's something that you do. Okay. Whereas okay. Black, black skin is not a behavior. Neither is female a behavior as such. So for, first of all, the right for all people to exist safely. Now, since we do not all identify as the same kind of people, then each group of people has to uh, advocate for their right to exist safely. Black people are disallowed the right to advocate for their uh, space and freedom to exist safely. Because it usually ends up with somebody getting shot. It necessarily ends up like that because that's the only, that's the only response that there is for that kind of adv advocacy. See, my issue with that is, like, I think about the boxes I check off. So, obviously, I'm Black. Obviously, I'm a woman. Okay. I'm also Latina. I'm first-generation oh. American. So I okay. think about refugees. I think about immigrants. I think about how. Okay, so right. But let me let me just address that real quick. Latina or Latino is an expression which originally just means biracial people who speak a particular language. Sure, I can accept that definition right now. Okay, um, not to speak of which two races. It's a combination of, mm -hmm. or or necessarily where those people are on the globe. It just speaks to a mixed person who speaks a particular group of languages. Okay. Um, you cannot, your, yeah. your language is not immediately identifiable by your look. Sure. Absolutely. So what, it, what, what endangers you in your city is not a language that you speak as a first or second language. It is how you look. But see, I guess. So that, th so. But what, go if, ahead. but what if we were existing in a scenario where we were amongst folks who are all black, mm -hmm. there's a lot of okay. misogyny within the black community or within every community, but also within the black community. So oh, okay. are we to ignore that part and take up arms in the fight for blackness to thrive while also being beaten down by our brothers in color? Or like, what do we do with that? Okay. Um, I, I will agree that misogyny is a desperately needed, uh, des desperate, uh, it's, it's, it's a desperately, like it's a critical issue. It's in desperate need of attention. I'm stumbling over myself a little bit. The issue with the, the nature of the misogyny is that it is generally a mirror of the oppression that we experience. So, um, I feel like we're stretching here. What I'm saying, no, 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 no. Yeah, here, here's what I'm saying. Right now. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy for you to respond. But what I'm saying is the misogyny we experience is, you know, we get it because that misogyny is not as such is not intrinsic to our various cultures because it's not helpful. You know what I mean? It doesn't support women. To be misogynistic is to erode at the things that that uh, that uplift women and 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 you know, by definition, support the survival of the species. 
I'm, for the, I'm not for, for any species. Okay. What I'm, I'm saying is, if you if you if you uplift the whole, if you uplift the people, every every all the people get their needs met. So yeah, misogyny is a thing, but misogyny is a byproduct of a larger issue. Maybe that's the best right, way to say. Right, but 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 it's there now. Like maybe before colonization and all this stuff happened, that would have made sense. But now in 2017, where we are, even mm -hmm. if we liberate the black folks, the black men are still gonna be Come very on. largely mis misogynistic. As a community. Well, I, well, but see that but misogyny is environmental, right? You don't you're you don't imagine how to do it and just start doing it. That's you 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 learn misogyny, correct? Right, but it's there. It's already there. It's happening already. Just like racism. Okay. It's already been learned. We we've learned it. It is here. We're here now. Okay, but as with anything else, if you if you heal all the sort of micro environments, then you 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 squelch it. You understand what I'm saying? As the so communities get healthy. To heal the blackness, in a, or rather, we would have to, if we were to use the example of doing one thing at a time. So once we deal right. with black lives being safe in America, then mm -hmm. as a byproduct, misogyny would sort of dissipate or we could address well, it. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely. If, if black people were better off in our environments, misogyny would definitely decrease. But since we're not there yet, how do we, I mean, and I, don't, I mean, this is sort of going off topic, but how do we, and no, it's still related because these okay. things are still going to exist while we're struggling to make black. Like, how do you get women safe. to work together with dudes that don't respect them? Even uh, if they've they already care. been doing it though. They're the ones oh, I get that. Them. But I'm saying. Look, I'm, I'm not saying ignore misogyny. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that for a moment. I'm just saying that very many of the issues that we describe, including misogyny, are symptoms of a larger issue, which, right. which can be addressed. So are they not gonna be addressed though, however, until the first issue, the larger issue, if we could agree on that, of being black is addressed? In terms of uh, intersectionality and trying to come together and, and work together. Oh, okay. Do you think I've, it'd be possible for both to be done Oh, I guess, no, I know your answer. You don't think it would be possible for both of those to be addressed simultaneously. simultaneously. I mean, I think they're both symptoms of the ill health in a community. So if you raise the general health and both of those issues get addressed in a way, maybe that is intersectionality. I don't know. I don't, I don't like to use that term because it's confusing. Um, so all I'm saying is that misogyny is a symptom um, in, in, a, in, in a different way that, for instance, um, uh, economic irresponsibility is a symptom of something else. Would you say racism yeah. is a symptom? Racism is a symptom for another demographic. Okay. For the poor you know. white people? For racism people? for all the white people. Well, to be, to be honest, racism is a symptom for all the non-so-called black people who aspire to Western values. Because, because uh, to be a, one, of the, one, of the, one of the qualifiers of what it means to be American is how comfortable you are treating black people poorly. 
I'm sorry, repeat that? I heard you. I just want you to say that again. Okay. Um, one of the qualifiers of what constitutes American is how comfortable you are treating black people poorly. That counts as an opinion, right? Or do you take that I as I have fact? evidence. I take it as fact. Okay. I mean, I, I, I just, you know, people can call it anecdotal if they want, but I'm saying when you go to, you know, it's like a black community has a Korean dry cleaner, has, uh, you know, a Chinese uh, nail salon, has a uh, Syrian or Lebanese bodega, has all these different things. Never mind how they finance those things in communities where they don't live, but very often, and this, and this is with every other demographic, one of the things that is immediately obvious when you come here as a non-black immigrant is that one of the things that makes you American is happily treating black people like criminals. So basically That's, you're saying if you did it, that you're going against the grain. Correct. And then your patriotism will be called into question. Correct. Because the systems that have been put in place. The American way is based on the oppression of black people. That goes for everyone who is here. Yikes. That's not a fun thought. It's an even less fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh, but I I don't think it's funny. (laughs) Me neither. All right. So I'm going to try and somehow swing this back into the original article that we were working from. Okay. And like the issues with the many issues with this whole Selma Hayek and Jessica Williams situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Selma Hayek is behaving like a white woman. She is. And it's really, I'm, I say I was disappointed because in comparison to other folks, she is not white passing. Well, obviously, I'm I'm sorry. What's that? Please use that word again white passing like she looks like she does not look like a white person no she doesn't but because she does not look immediately uh africoid so to speak you know she's not a phenotypical african sure sure she then falls into the group of demographics which to express their to espouse their american affinity have to behave as she's behaving there's also that's exactly the point that i was making she apparently, I mean, I don't know her life, but from what I've read, she also grew up in an affluent household mm-hmm. um, where she was accepted as wealthy, like she wasn't a struggling mm-hmm. minority. And that might also have made an impact on her interpretation of struggle. Do you know where she was raised, like countrywide? I don't know. I mean, she's got that thick accent. Um, but that, did, that could just be the household. Selma Hayek was born in Ver- something, Veracruz, Mexico. I can't say that. I know I butchered that. Somewhere I'm in Mexico. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got it. One of the Mesoamerican um, names. Her mother was an opera singer and talent scout. Her father is an oil company executive and owner of an industrial equipment firm who ran for mayor of that town, I can't say. Um, so she was raised in Mexico. Yeah, I guess so. Which, oh, ah, ah. see, in this, 
Her mother is Mexican, but her grandmother and great grandparents are from Spain. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I I got it. You gave me enough information. I was trying to figure out. Yeah, Mexico. Like bunch of Mexico. She was she grew up wealthy in Mexico, which Mexico in itself has its own racial issues, as is always going to be the case. As far as of course the black people are always considered to be inferior, um, right. no matter where you are. I mean, even in Honduras, where my mom is from, like. The Indios, which is what you would call the indigenous people of Honduras, um, they were definitely seen as a they, if you will. Um, and there were strifes, as there are apparently throughout the world, if you black or, you know, whatever set you claim. Um, and it's just really frustrating to me with Selma Hayek because it's like, but damn, like, I, like, you look like my family members. So I would like to think that my family members would be here next to me if I was talking about Black Lives Matter because mm. they know that they were Black or that they are Black. By where yeah. I meant, like, obviously, if you look in your generations, your grandmama was Black. Uh, but anyway, um, so that's why I was disappointed. But, I mean, obviously, she showed, she showed her true colors. Pun intended, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, um, well, she showed her, she showed her, her political affinity. She showed, and I mean, I feel like this is, I'm surprised we have, no, I'm not surprised. Um, it's like she showed her privilege, if you will, because yeah. she does, she is able to walk through the world and not, you know, people not don't. Be black. Exactly. They don't see a black person. And right. she made it clear that she's like, well, who are you when you're not a black woman? Like, bitch, what? Like, excuse yeah, me. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I'm sorry. That's like the the thing that frustrates me most about, Folks who are like, I don't see color. Like, you are lying. Like, I will never accept that as a, you were lying. You are lying. You look at me, you see a black person. Okay. I don't see you as black. Yes, you do. Okay. In you a do. Room, mm, mm. Especially in a room filled with non-black people. See, but okay. So can I ask, in a, mm, and this is sort of off topic. If you are in a room of 100% black people, uh huh, is that, is their blackness still in the forefront for you? Okay, um, in a different way, but yes. Can you ask me a question again, please? In a room full of blackness, of black people, excuse me, in a room full of black people, is that person, let's say you're having a conversation with them, is their blackness in the forefront for you as it would be if you were in a room full of white people and there was only one black person in the room? Um, for, at least for me, if I'm in a room full of black people, then we're necessarily talking about different things than if I'm the only black person in the room. For sure. Because I was one of those people when I was like eight that was like, I don't see color. Actually, the question never came up because I was eight, thank goodness. So no one asked me that question. Um, hmm. But, and I, I think I've mentioned this before, when Aisha and I met, Aisha would regularly mention, like, you know, she and I would be next to each other. This was like in the beginnings of our relationship, if you will. We were courting each other. Right. <laughs> um, and we'd be in a room she's like there's only four black people in this room and I'm just like uh huh <laughs> like it wasn't something that I saw or like that I not necessarily didn't see but I didn't Registered. take note of right. which admittedly and initially it made me uncomfortable because I'm like in my mind it was like so and I recognize now I'm definitely the person like there are days at work whenever there is a brown person that shows up i practically run towards that person because i'm like oh right. blackness like i want to be close right. to your blackness 
But the point is, I feel like to some extent, I have to admit that there was a point when I didn't quote unquote see color. If by that it's meant to say, I didn't see how I had to take into account a person's culture when I was communicating with them. Do you feel like that was the case because you grew up in a relatively diverse area where you didn't necessarily struggle from a lack of seeing people that looked like you to an extent that was like urgent is the word I'm going to use? Yes. And to add to that point is the fact that, you know, if we took a picture of my whole family and it may be the same with you folks as well, like there's going to be a ton of white people. So white passing people that, you know, have the blonde hair and blue eyes. Then you have your tan people that look like sand, if you will, sand colored people. And then we get darker and darker, but we were all, and I know this is also unique, but the point is at least the way I received it or to my reality was we all treated each other equally. I know that even within my own culture, you know, if you're, and I'll I'll actually bring up Dominicans in this case, it seems to be that they're the ones always at the center of this conversation. If your hair is coarse or kinky, then you are seen as less than in your family. Or if you're the dark one, the prieta, the dark skinned one versus if your sister was lighter skin, oh, she's going to have a good life. And so I recognize Mm -hmm. that even within the culture, we have our own issues. Can you remind us of your two cultures or your two nationalities or however you identify? We just go stick to I'm Latina and Galifuna. But the point is, I, I never had those issues like on my block. Like if the white Puerto Rican came up to me and said, what's up? I was giving him the same time of day as I would if the black Dominican came up to me. But nowadays it's like, I definitely see color and I have certain expectations of a white passing Puerto Rican because they have privilege and they, they walk through life a whole lot differently than I do, even though we speak the same language and we eat in the same food every night. But Mm. I digress. The point is that is why I was disappointed in Selma because it's like, shit, like you are able to walk through life differently. You, and you want to talk as if you're a, you know, an activist of some sort but you clearly not here for the black people. Well, I think she was, biggest, she was never going to be though. That was, she was never there for that. The biggest issue with what she said, I mean, there were several issues, but the biggest for me <laughs> is that she, she single-handedly silenced the voice of black women by just being like, nah, you're wrong in so many words. Yep. Instead of trying to understand where Jessica was coming from, she just not only said, no, you're wrong. She also infantilized her by calling her baby multiple times. And she and was like, like well, I'm Mexican and Lebanese. And, and it was just like, is this the oppression Olympics right now? Right. It was like, I'm also yeah. a woman of color, so I can't be wrong. I, I have to know. Um, okay. Can I interject real quick? Go ahead. Sure. Um, all right. I don't use persons of color. Tell us why, Jason. Because no nationality accepts color in lieu of their nationality. Say that in a different way. So you and I might say black people because that that is the most readily accessible term for what you and I have in common. Right. Which is? What we more like, huh? Because people don't know uh, like which is what? What do you? What is? What which you is come? the degree to which carbon presents on the epidermal layer of the skin? How dark <laughs> we are. 
Okay. Because well, you said the both of us, so I don't know who the both of us is. Oh, the three, three of us. I'm sorry. Aisha. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The three oh, of us. Cool. No, Forgive me. It could have been you and Aisha. Based no. Off of, I no. 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 Like the, your previous generations were also in America, kind of a thing. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even on that. I'm not even on that. Okay. I'm not on that. Please continue. My apologies. Um. And there's, a, there's actually a reason I'm not on that. Don't let me forget. But uh, <laughs> the, 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 the thing I'm getting at is it is it does nothing but confuse everyone when we try and equate a color with a country or a language. So? When you say Latin, so they don't equate. Okay. So we're not talking about the same. When someone says I'm black and you Mexican, one is a color, one is a country. So there can never be black Mexican. Sure. Absolutely. Just like you can be black and from Honduras, but they're not the same things. Just like you can speak Spanish, be neither black nor or from Honduras or Mexico. Correct. I'm still you. not following so, why you don't use person of color because of this. Because person of color doesn't actually mean anything except for that you don't immediately look white. Well, that's what it means. That means something. I think that's that's, that's exactly it what it, it means. It, it, you're not a white but it doesn't, and and I'm I'm saying it doesn't because that's why you're disappointed in Salma Hayek when Salma Hayek has no allegiance to you because I, she I she think... she espouses a. a a cultural affinity and indeed a geographic affinity that does not immediately apply to you. You want it to, and I understand that desire, but she, she don't wave the same flag as you. I understand That's why that, she was but... ready to shut down someone else, you know, in place of you for saying how I look is nothing that I can do anything about. Well, I think that just falls under the umbrella of colorism, but hold, but, hear me out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hear me ahead. out. I think by by interpreting it that way, then you're also silencing Salma. I don't think either of them should have been silenced. I'm, I'm what now? You, you broke up. Silencing Salma's point of view. Just because we don't okay. agree with her doesn't mean that there wasn't at least a minimal validity to her, to her statement. I'm sure she did have her struggles, but that wasn't the issue here. The issue was that she was not open to hearing the idea that Jessica Williams as a black woman also had it or potentially had it harder. And the oppression Olympics is one thing, but I think what you're talking about here is more an issue of colorism than anything because Salma will still encounter from a white American person, like a straight up, no, like unidentifiable as anything else, white person <laughs> can look at her and see that she is not just an unidentifiable as anything else, unidentifiable as anything else, white person, and would potentially discriminate against okay. her because of that. I understand that, but that does not put her in the same group as the two of you. But that's not what we're trying to do. No, but I'm just saying it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a spectrum with meaningful differences along the way. It doesn't put her in the same group as the two of us as black women, but it, she's still a person of color. She's still a woman of color. Right, but of color is, is a, I mean, I, I just, to me, that's a non-starter. People of color doesn't mean anything. Every, cause the reason I say this, because everyone else in the conversation which is to say non-white people, every other non-white person necessarily has both a language and a landmass to associate with, to espouse affinity for. Yes. Color was an invention when those affinities needed to be ignored. Yes. I don't think... So I'm... I, I'm sorry. Keep going. Go ahead. You're on a point. Okay. So, so um, 
What I'm saying is to continue to operate on those terms is to continue to leave yourself at a disadvantage. You're saying that this invention designed to ignore your continental and linguistic affinity is as important as those affinities. See, I, I'm, perhaps I'm not completely understanding your point, but I'm, I'm not suggesting that when I say people of color, I am talking about the box we check off when they're like, what is your ethnicity? Black, white, Alaskan? Um, okay, but see, even, even that, that form is ridiculous. Honestly, well, agreed. Talking about, I agree yeah. with that. I recognize that that is an invention <laughs> that was brought on so that we could, oh, let's all ignore the different, yeah, the, I get that. That's the I don't but, see color form. Exactly, that's the I don't see color form. But when I'm in a room next to my, say, brown-skinned Filipino folks, okay, I am, I, and I'm going to be asked, like, to discuss, you know, tell me about this group of people, and there were people from different oh, lands you know. and so forth. I'm going to say the people what? of color with me, or should I just, would you describe a group that has multiple people from different lands as being a a group of non-white people rather than a people of color? How do you go about describing people that are I, obviously not white? This feels like See, semantics to me. Yeah, I know. I just, I mean, I don't use color in that way. I mean, I, the only time I say black people and white people is when those vague, you know, kind of all-encompassing differences are the only two things that matter. But if, I, if I'm talking about me and the folks who are uh, Filipino, Filipino is a, Filipino refers to uh, a place. Okay. And so for me to equate to that experience, I have to also raise the issue of a place. Right, but isn't the whole point that white people don't see us in our, um, like in the intricacies that make us different? We are all lumped in as just, we're not them, we're not white. Y'all are all Mexicans or y'all are all N-word here. Like, they're the ones that are not seeing our differences. I think I, like, I guess I'm not- But I, I guess what I'm saying is like, people of color is not, a, is not an actual difference. It's an expression just to mean non-white people. Yeah, we're not disagreeing okay. with that. I agree. Like at all. Yeah, I, that's fine. That's cool. I just, <laughs> I don't, I, I just, I just, I don't, I don't have a use for it. But let, yeah, we, can talk, we, can, we can keep going. So we on the same page. We finally agreed. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I just think, I think that for an issue, an issue as serious as the right of, of women to exist in equal measure and with equal opportunity and support is serious enough to not allow it to intercede with anything else. Okay. So you mean so well, like, if we're fighting for women's rights, we're just fighting for women's rights. Is that what you're saying? That's it. Right. But that's okay. It. Okay. All right. Okay. But when when the white people <laughs> fight for ah! the women's rights, no, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. Most of the time, they fighting for the white women's rights. I know that. I know that. But that's also why. That, now, now the, the, the issue you just raised has to do with why a lot of what we, would, would, what we might refer to as the conscious community rejects feminism as a platform. Mm -hmm. Because feminism had to do with the misogyny of white men. I said the misogyny in the black community is a mirror of that misogyny. Uh -huh. 
So if you fix the oppressive relationship between the black community, so, so-called, and the white community, so-called, you immediately start to dissipate the misogyny because the misogyny that exists within the community is that misogyny being mirrored. But that misogyny will still be there. Look, all I'm saying is that the reason it's there to start with is because feminism is really about the white man and the white woman having issues between each other. It don't really have to do with black people at all. Or maybe it didn't, but now it does. What I'm saying, okay, what because I'm saying is making it, making it so, yeah. Huh, see, feminism only got to be a thing when there needed to be attention away from black people's liberation. In the same way, LGBT only got to be a thing when they needed to be attention drawn away from black people's liberation. I'm saying these <laughs> issues only became issues as talking points, as rallies, as T-shirts, as arts and crafts parades in Washington, D.C., when the attention needed to be taken off of people of African descent. <sighs> what about the people of African descent who identify as those more, you know, that's, I mean, we are talking that, in circles. Yeah, that, that, that's fine. I'm just saying, I mean, folks who identify as the smaller groups must still need to be safe to exist. We can agree on that? Yes. Yes. I okay, so I you can be nothing else if your existence is threatened first by what you look like. Ugh. Ugh. I, I think it's just really difficult to prioritize for certain folks because if you look if you are, I mean, I don't, I'm just going to say it that way. If you look like a person who identifies as LGBTQ, you can also be attacked for that by people who I also agree. look black I, like I, you or white like you. That, that's, that's absolutely true. And but if so, you are white, you have an option to just exist as a white person of any persuasion. I feel like we're getting into a, a different conversation there as far as mm-hmm. saying, and I understand what you mean, Jason, by saying you have a choice to present as such, like if you are in fact a transgender person who, you know, you are male to female, let's say, you could still walk out the door presenting as male, even if you know you are female. Right. That'd be the basis. But you can't do that if you're a black person, because I can't put on white face. Correct. And just walk out the door. That's all I'm saying. Ah. (sighs) So, hmm. I don't think anybody's gonna win with this i mean i'm not competing i'm just i understand that you're not competing but i feel like convincing the powers that be of that very in my opinion valid interpretation of things will open a can of worms that will never be accepted Uh, well i don't expect acceptance i mean yeah acceptance is not part of the agreement go ahead you think you can get America the beautiful? Nope. You think we can get Black lives in America to be safe without the help of non-Black people? America is built on the uh, on un- on the lack of safety of Black people. So okay. as you make Black people safe, what constitutes America becomes eroded. Did that answer the question? You're saying can 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 Black people become safe if non-Black people don't help? Yes. Right. That's the your question. answer to that. Oh, that's my question. Huh? Yes, that's the question. In other words, do we need allies in order to make Black lives in America safe? 
No. Allies as in people that are not black. Mm-mm. You ever heard of Black Wall Street? Yes. Okay, Black Wall Street existed completely without allies. But then how did that go down? How did that end? Because we, we don't have that no more. What happened? What I'm saying is if, 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 if enough of us knew how to do it, we could do it again and correct that one thing that eroded the safety that we had at the time. And what was that? That was the, um, the building of a infrastructure without a military. Lord. Lord. <laughs> That's right. I mean, every time, every, every time you build a civilization, you got to build a way to protect it. Okay. I'm not disagreeing and with you. I'm just like, all right. Okay. I'm just saying every, every I mean, what just the, 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 the constitution, the, you know, the, the physical constitution of an independent nation requires def defense. Okay. And um, the notion that we just need other people to help us. I mean, no. Um, okay. The, the history says that we have done it before. Just not, a, not enough of us know that it was ever possible, so we don't do it again. That is also by design. And that's do kind of the same umbrella as Bacon. Well, speaking of inter intersectionality, what about Bacon's Rebellion? Uh, mm. I, mean, I mean, any rebellion like, like Bacon's Rebellion, look, that, that was the beginning of when wealthy white people said, okay, we can't let poor white folks identify with poor black people. Yep, they sure did. That's when, that's when poor white people started being given the rights to own land and slaves and guns. For the folks in the back, can you explain Bacon's Rebellion, Jason? Just quickly, it was, uh, at the time, there were more or less in equal measure white slaves and black slaves. They were called indentures, though. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so people of the same economic caste allied across color lines. Color, color did not exist at the time. Poor people got together and realized that if they cooperated, they could overthrow their masters. Mm -hmm. Around that time, a guy named Johann Friedrich Blumenbach came up with this idea of the Caucasian, kind of a master race. It was an invention, but if you could convince poor white people that they had some sort of biological superiority over other poor black people, then they would not, they, they would not allow you give them just a, a few more mm -hmm. privileges than the, the other poor people. And suddenly, um, I can't think of which president it was, but he said, if you can convince poor white people, you don't have to, you don't have to get poor white people to, to give you their money. If you can convince them that they better for better than black people, they'll empty their pockets for you. And that's, and so, here we are with poor white people have long since been voting against their interests by voting in rich white folks who never really intended to do better for anyone but other rich white folks. It's just that the, the, the ally thing is possible, but so many other things have happened that um, you kind of so, got to start before that. Go ahead. So Bacon's Rebellion is actually a prime example of why intersectionality does not work because if you, so long as there is the opportunity to create superiority for one of the members of the intersectional groups, then mm. that group will always vote against the interests of the other group of the larger of the group. other group, so long as they think it's serving them. Well, yeah, um, I might not put it like that, but if I if I if I'm understanding you correctly, then yes. 
Um, I, intersect, I, I think intersectionality is just a term that we shouldn't use because it, it just, it doesn't work that way. Like groups do not get their grievances met. They don't get their needs, their, you know, their woes seen to by combining them with other woes. Okay, so work. with I mean, that, who do we call the black go ahead. Well, we If we were to do, if we were to, in fact, were, if we were able to say, we are prioritizing this as a people, we the black people, are going mm -hmm. to strive forward and make this happen for ourselves. Who's invited to the cookout? Who? How do you define Nobody black? else. But who, who are the black people? Is Laura black? Anyone? Yes. Like, am I Absolutely. Black? Is my, like, light-skinned cousin also invited to the party? Yeah. Light-skinned. I mean, see, even that light-skinned thing. I mean, if you are... What? No, 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 no. Go, no, go keep, no, keep on going with this. What about my white passing aunt? Does she get to come to the party? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, what maybe not. Salma? But Does Salma get to come I'm, to the party as a man? No, no. What is the determining factor? Africoid features. Define that. Africoid features. Your phenotype. So what nose. you physically look. Yeah. Well, I mean, East Africans don't unilaterally have big noses, oh, so I'm not saying true. that. That's true. That's true. I don't have a big um, nose. I no, mean, just, you know what I mean. <laughs> here's what I'm saying. Here's, here's what I'm saying. People who pass. Uh, are unfortunately in a different category than what I'm talking about. I'm saying if you look black, you know, if you if if you are physically if you look black presenting, to white man, yeah. What about Paris that Jackson? Means you. Is Paris Jackson invited? Uh you don't look black. Paris Jackson, the adopted children of Michael Jackson. They ain't black. They ain't. Oh, they yeah, they're, they're not. They're, I mean, they're white. Those are not white. They're white, huh? So you really think those are his kids? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're not. Come on now. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't girl. No. <laughs> Those ain't Michael's babies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. But here, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. It's, it, it's like when you, when, you, when, you, when, you take, when you take a plane to Joburg and you get off the, you get off the plane, you look mm -hmm. around, you get out of the airport. Okay, it's very clear who is who. Okay? There's, there's white. There's colored, there's Asian or Indian, there's black. So let's, all right, so what about wait, like- what was colored versus black? I'm sorry. In, wait, in wait, South wait. Africa, they are meaningfully different. Over here, what, we would, what they would call colored, we just call light skin. Like, like Aisha, you would be considered colored in South Africa. So <laughs> can she come to the cookout? In America, yes, in South Africa, no. Oh shit. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're just talking about a different, a different caste system. I mean, you know, frankly, an apartheid caste system. So I'm not saying we got to use that. I'm just no, saying. No, no, no. I got that. Yeah, I got that. I know you ain't co-signing. You know. I got it. Uh, no, no, no. I just, the I've been a lot of places. very big so place. I, 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 it sure is. Yeah, correct. Correct. So right, Aisha, I'm going to put you in my backpack. Correct. It's going to be all right. <laughs> I don't want to come to that cookout. I ain't invited there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, but, but, but what I'm saying is for us to exclude anyone who doesn't look like us, is to do with what every other group of people does. No, but I'm not trying to exclude the people that, well, oh, I'm sorry, I got you. I'm sorry, so, say that again? I don't got you. Okay, for, for us to turn our resources inward and exclude everyone who doesn't look like us mm -hmm. is just to do what every other group of people does so to fix their own interests. That we would just be doing the norm for everyone else, but for ourselves. Correct. So essentially, if somebody identifies black, they come to the cookout. Correct. All what right. about Rachel Dawson? <laughs> that, wait a minute. 
Oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, shit. That's so real. Because you just said identified. <laughs> but, okay, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, here, let me, let me say this. Let me say this about that. Um, because I, I, I understand what you mean. I mean, there are folks who are, for instance, who are the product of, uh, say, like Dwayne Johnson, say, like Radon Chong, Marcus Chong, you know, people who are definitely two different groups of people, but neither of which is white. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, That's not the same as Rachel. Rachel white. Rachel she white. is white, but I'm just, I'm just saying for... My said she was white. I'm, they, she is white, but I'm, I'm saying people who could rightfully, from a cultural standpoint, identify as more than one thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Because there are those people in the world, and it's, that's just the way the world works. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Puerto Ricans? Uh, well, here's, no, okay, no, no, no. Wait, you didn't answer if Rachel gets to come to the cookout. The people want to know, Sway. Do you have the answers? Let me, let me, let me, let me just address that, that first. Is this a complicated um, answer? <laughs> no, well, here's the thing. Like, if you're black and Korean... Mm-hmm. You still black. Come on in. Yeah, well, I've been to Korea. So if you black and Korean, you can't be so Korean that you're not black first when you go over there. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. You come to the cookout. I didn't say you were going to the kimchi spot. I'm saying you come <laughs> no. to the cookout. I'm <laughs> just, right, 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 right. But I'm, I'm just saying that no other ethnicity ignores the Africanness of a biracial individual. Gotcha. But what about Rachel? That's just... Rachel was delusional. That's a white woman who, wants, who at the time wanted to be something else. So she's not allowed to come to the no. cookout. Okay. No. Okay. No. <laughs> she got a car, though. I'm sure she got a black car she stole from somebody. I'm sure of it. Oh, she's she been outed. That card has been revoked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. But but what she 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 held she was some sort of chapter official for yeah, NAACP, so right? NAACP. Yeah, but yeah, the NAACP always been a joke though. Always been a joke. So why I would you always, accept I've always heard this. Yeah, why would you accept anyone from that organization as being authentically anything? Hmm. <laughs> conversation. I feel like that's another conversation. We can I'm go just in saying. that direction. No, no, no but... and, and and whether we do or not is okay. I'm just saying she did not come with some you know, um, exceptional no Palmares, no, you know. She ain't had no receipts. She ain't had no receipts. But this, mm. I, I will say to that end, though, Jason, about the NAACP, I don't think that the, well, no, I was going to say your son's generation. So your son's generation, with the exception of your son and everybody else that lives in your house, I don't think they know that the NAACP ain't here for them. Because it's just, I don't know, I want to say it's socially accepted, you, the NAACP. That's for the black people. Well, because it's Black History Month, and they made the they made the books like they in the they books. Made, they made the books yeah. along with Garrett, yeah, Morgan, I mean, but... Garrett Morgan in the traffic light, and then mm-hmm. Ben Carson mm-hmm. and whatever he did because we don't talk about him no more. Mm-mm. And no, the Underground Railroad. Like there's it, like there are like the generic Black History Month top hit list. Here's the thing: even the, with even with the generic black people that we talk about, so-called generic black people we talk about for Black History Month. Um, they don't even talk about Lewis Lattimore. Oh no, we know this. We know this. But, but I'm, I'm saying... saying, go ahead. Oh no, but well, I, I think the NAACP made that list. So when you're right, when but, we but, are... but 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 so... to say NAACP means um, at least half of the people you're talking about have nothing to do with that list. 
Okay. More than 50% of the NAACP is not black people. We know oh, that I now, but what I'm saying sure. mm-hmm. is that you and I seem to know this. I know this now mm-hmm. in this moment in 2017 okay. as a 29 year old okay. woman. But when I was Aisha, let's say 10 years old in the suburbs of Piscataway, okay. New Jersey, right. and I open up whatever little black history book they gave us that week, Right. The NAACP mm-hmm. was held up as an African American organization run right. by African Americans. And I still being, yeah. it's still being, and done so that way. the way that we were taught, because we didn't grow up in your house with your folks, right. no, and your education the way you grew up in your house with your folks and your education, you knew a whole different set of things than we knew. Right. And okay. so there's a whole generation of folks out there, several generations of folks out there that are like NAACP black folks. Just right. okay. questions, no, nothing else. Black right. folks. Okay. That's the organization for the black folks. And that's one of the reasons why we don't have anything. Because we allow organizations we identify with to include people who don't even really constitute us. Because Jason will not let those people at the table. They don't get to be at the table. It ain't about what I, I it's like I'm not invited to their table. Fair enough. Okay. You're not. So it's not like, it's not even like a tit for tat. It's the way groups the way groups thrive is to turn the resources inward. That's, that's just how it works. Every other group does the exact same thing. I, that's, why you didn't, that's why you didn't hear any um, Asian people really caring about who Trump, whether who the president was gonna be because they practice a, a variety of group, group economics, which means whoever the president is, they will have to do business with that demographic just the same. You see what I'm saying? It, I mean, their dollar bounces inside their community 18 times before it leaves on average. Mm-hmm. The Jewish community has similar numbers. They are enabled to practice that variety of economics. If we practice that kind of economics, we could have anything we want. How do we do it? Or what do you think are some steps that get us towards I'm, that? Don't Give buy us anything that, that, okay, here's, okay here's, the, here's the way everyone else does it. Don't buy anything from someone who don't look like you. So we need to set up like... The, the Hasidic community in South Williamsburg or like any other community. And it's not to say that they won't Are sell black folks to the you. only folks who don't do it that way? Yep. Is that That's why we're the only America? ones you can shoot on Facebook and it's okay. You don't think if somebody shot a Chinese person or a Filipino person or Check this out. Check this a out. Mexican Check person. This out. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you I'm glad you raised that. I'm glad you ra- raised that issue. If if, if, if there was a, a two-week span with five uh, Chinese males between 18 and 30 shot by the police, see, the Chinese government would be empowered to call the U.S. government and say, hey, Obama, Trump, whoever's over there, the next time I see one of mine getting shot up on Facebook, I'm shutting the borders. That means no iPhones. That means no app, no uh, iMacs, no MacBook Pros, no Sony, no nothing. So this begs a larger problem where I personally have an issue with, where we as black folks or African-Americans can't necessarily identify with a geographic location outside of America. Right. And that's why it's important that we make steps to do that. Because the, 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 it, it so happens that the locations that we would identify with if we knew better are the places where, for instance, all the batteries come from. Mm-hmm. 
you know, most of the iron ore. I mean, there's, there, you know, Africa, the African continent is so rich in terms of, is so, I mean, like several times more than the next richest continent. And so if we figured out- uh, yeah, you ever heard of AfricanAncestry.com? Yes, Aisha doesn't want to do it. Well, I mean, the, the <laughs> I can't see your shrugs, okay, Jason? <laughs> I'm just we saying. Look, about that like two episodes that ago, Aisha doesn't want to do it. So I'm everybody has to do it, and then we got to go back know. to Africa. Well, what I'm saying is, you have a right to behave in the interest of your native land everyone does we, we some of us just don't know we have that right here's the thing for every redneck that says go back to africa if we did it we would shut this thing down <laughs> okay i wish we would all go back to africa <laughs> okay that's awesome <laughs> oh, have you done the african idea. ancestry or did you need to do you already know where you were from it's in the, well, I have, and it's in the process. Okay. Oh, cool. It's in processing, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, here's, here's the thing, though, that you should know. Without it, the three of us could become Ghanaian citizens starting today. How so? Word? You ever heard they of the right, the right to a vote? Yeah. They let, they let anyone involved in the African diaspora uh, become a, a naturalized Ghanaian citizen. Is that specific to Ghana or are there other African countries that do that as well? The one I know about is Ghana. Oh, shit. So what if I was just like, I'm not going to take that African test. (laughs) You could be a Ghanaian and just apply to, like, I'm just from Ghana now. Like, what if I just decided, like Rachel, (laughs) that I was just going to be. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, how is it different though? Well, no, I mean, you at least related to somebody in Ghana. You at least related exactly to somebody. Come exactly. on now, Rachel. She don't come on now. Yeah, <laughs> she is. Rachel wasn't picking nothing. I'm sorry. Let's move on. Let's. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even on Rachel. Topic. But I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that in order to do the things that you're talking about doing, and frankly, that every other group does, all we have to do is turn the resources mm-hmm. inward. So you know, we have to just, establish just a connection with a, ge- a geographic location other than America to have the power of that nation or continent behind us. In the modern sense of the word, yes, absolutely. Is there a way now, of doing it inclusively in America without the backing of Africa and the country yeah, within it? Yeah, I mean, the, the way you could do it to a degree, not completely, because you'll always be competing with another country. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, the diaspora community in the States is so large that if we did anything as a unit, everyone would, would, have, to, would have to contend with it. For instance, if we said we're only going to um, support uh, boost mobile mm-hmm. or we're only going to purchase um we're only going to buy uh, beauty products from senegalese people on 125th street mm-hmm. if we said that the every, Koreans will go broke <laughs> in, in a month 
<laughs> the Korean beauty shops would shut down. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, this notion that we're a minority, we're not really a minority. We're just not the dominant culture uh, in terms of global media as it, as it, as it is. Okay. So I'm going to put this in a wrap it up box. Um, okay. So I'm going to summarize. So I'm going to throw it to you first. In one sentence, can you summarize why intersectionality does not work in your opinion? In one sentence. If you can, all the stuff we talked about, if you can summarize that in one thought. Intersectionality does not work because needs do not, needs on evidence do not get met when they intercede with other needs. Okay. And then in another sentence, can you summarize how we solve the problem of black folks not being safe in America? By turning all our, uh, okay, maybe that, that little, that last part about intersectionality confuses me, but what I will say is the way <laughs> we get anything done whether it's uh, provide for our safety or anything, education, wellness, uh, economic independence, is by turning all of our resources inward. Is that, is that clear enough or should I say it another way? I think that's clear. I think, I think it's clear. I think we've made okay. that, you've made that very clear. Next steps. You want another sentence? I want action three items. action items. Three action and, items. And think of, and I would also just add, possible as accessible as possible so we're talking about let's say our lesser conscious folks to our mm -hmm. conscious folks so maybe there's yeah. a different degree well um to me the two things that are fundamental to all of what we're talking about mm -hmm. is two things is wellness which say phys physical wellness and economic independence okay those action two items, things though. action items. so go work out and be debt free <laughs> well, be debt, be, be, be debt free and also economically independent, which is to say, have the ability to not work for two years or better without, without needing more than, than you have, which is to say to have so much that you could stop earning for two mm -hmm. years and be cool. That doesn't sound accessible right now. Okay, like, but I'm just saying. But you can work towards it, though. Work towards it. You can work okay. towards that. But, what I mean, happens, but many of our folks are currently in a whole trying to work towards just being able to exist in the moment? Of, of course, of course. But what I'm saying is if we get, if we get, if we get uh, economically minded, I mean, this is something I'm learning now as, as we speak. So I'm not speaking to you from an area of an expertise, of expertise, okay. but I'm saying uh, the two things that matter the most are our physical wellness and our economic independence. So if we focus on those two things, Mm -hmm. The other things will fall into place. Now, for, for having, having said that, wellness means, okay, a lot of black women have fibroids. Why do they have fibroids? Because of chemicals that they put on their bodies. Okay? So to tie those two together, stop buying products from the Korean beauty store because they cause fibroids in the body. Hmm. That's a known fact. It's not, you know? all, of them. It's not all of them. <laughs> We gonna Google that. I, we gonna Google that. <laughs> we go. We go. We gonna do our research. <laughs> Please, I hope so. I mean, that's 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 the point. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Do it. I mean, think 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 of it like this. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't eat. Oh, I'm I'm there for that. Well, 
I can't eat black soap. That can't be good for me to eat the palm oil and the, the ash something. I don't think that'd be good for my insides. But what I'm saying, you could eat you could eat that plant. I could eat the plant though. That's right, what I'm saying. Right. We, I'm back on I'm back on the train. All right, all right. And well, so you know, I, th I think maybe we you know to speak of wellness, we might be we might be preaching to the choir, the three of us. But um, a lot of us battle chemical addiction inside of food that we don't know about. So to say watch what you eat is a little too vague, but you know, see to your wellness through your diet. Okay, so action items, take care of your physical self right. and your economic self. Yeah, reduce your you carbon footprint to zero. Huh? Do you bank black? Absolutely, absolutely. I bank black too. <laughs> I also bank black. Bank black. You bank black? <laughs> I black. I'm right. blackity black. <laughs> so, yeah. the, I guess the overarching summary of all of this is that black folks need to start doing for themselves. That's it. And and the thing is, you know, the question when you say, okay, we got to do for ourselves. Say, so, okay, well, we don't make everything, right? But if we all say we're not gonna have it until until we make it ourselves, it would get made by ourselves the next week. Because we are capable. Because we are capable. That's what I'm saying. See, like, you know, a uh, 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 true detergent, you know, yeah. the purple bottle, yeah. purple bottle it. in every I house. I got, I got it too. So what I'm saying I, is. It's, it's sold out in 100 ounces, but it's going to be in my house soon when it comes There you back. go. <laughs> there you go. And so if we all decided we're not buying Tide anymore, we're not going to buy, you know, all or whatever the brand is. If we as a as as a global demographic did it, we depending on the estimate between 88 and 92 percent of the global population. Who do you include in that? Everybody Everyone of not immediately uh, European descent. OK. OK. So that's more than people who don't look black or who look black. That's like people who. Oh, secretly what I'm saying too. is, I'm, 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 for instance, I'm, 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 I'm uh, putting in, you know, the Negritos who live in Southeast Asia. I'm putting them in that group too. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that's that's you know, that's what they call them. You know, they're there. They're a part of that. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's the thing. I mean, if 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 we just decided that we would go without until we produced it ourselves, first of all, we wouldn't have to go without for more than thirty days. And we could get all our needs met instantly. I don't agree with that timeline. Because if I got rid of everything in my cupboards that was not made by a black person, mm -hmm. I don't I think it's gonna take a little longer than 30 days to mobilize all these folks. <laughs> well, but but then, <laughs> that that some, speaks like, to cereals in my cupboard. Okay, but here's the farm. thing. May may I address that? For instance, you said your cereals in your cupboard. Okay. So, you know, I'm 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 pretty I'll admit, I can be pretty extreme with the measures I take as far as diet and a few other things. You don't eat anything that comes in a box? Is that what you're about to tell me? What I'm saying is I found a place to buy grains that I can cook or sprout in a way that agrees with my body and comes from black people. Okay. So I buy two different kinds of grains and I buy vegetables from black farmers. Who? Who? Man, there's a guy up on 130-something street with a truck. He drives it up you know, every, every, every week. We gonna need that information. We need to share that with the people because most of our listeners are actually on the East Coast, so. Okay, well, there are black, I mean, there's, a, there's an organization called Black Urban Garden Society, I think. Bugs, B-U-G-S. 
It's an unfortunate acronym, but carry yeah, on. but but the, look, <laughs> the reality <laughs> is, I mean, I you know, I'm a vegan, so I don't eat meats. Uh, I don't eat refined starches at all. I don't eat dairy products. I don't eat eggs. Um, I get it. There are going to be a lot of creature comforts that we're going to have to do without. And, exactly. And, and more than that, if we want to make this a reality for ourselves. But those are things that, because they are creature comforts, we can do without. So yes. it's just a matter of the commitment level. I hear that. I could all do right. that. I could. I could. Okay. I think that is more yeah. than enough, y'all. Yeah. You got a nice Thank list. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, the, only, the only other thing I will, I will add to that. Okay. One, one, and, and this is a big, this is a big one. Um, boycott businesses that that use prison labor. Yes. Is there a listing of that? There is a list. Huh? There is a list. Like, okay. There is it's a called, list. I, 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 I want to say it's it's, it's an unfortunate it's called, uh, larger list than we'd like it to be. Yeah, it's way more folks than you realize. Okay. But um, it's called. I, I want to say there's an app called Boycott. Like boycott, but oh, I have that app. Yeah, is it the so, so, boycott forty five? <laughs> what happened? There's a boycott Trump app. Oh yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not on that. I'm not on that. Oh no, I, I'm, I'm here for the prison labor one. Yeah, but here, here's the thing: prison labor is basically the American way. So if so, so well, it's basically I'm saying, slavery. Again, no, yeah. it's, it's 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 in by another name. That's exactly what it is. So I'm saying, um, if you boycott prison labor, then you rattle the cage so much that everything has to change. Because prison labor is how everything is made in the in the U.S. So that's that would be another action item, and I feel like that one's probably re- mostly accessible to a lot of folks. I mean, most of the affordable things that we have in our society are made by prisoners. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look almost everything at a grocery store, all fast food, Starbucks. I mean, I don't go there. Well, I, I, I do go to Starbucks on occasion, but I don't go to fast food. But anyway. All right. I anyway. Like so, this. yeah, those so. things. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm Aisha McGowan. And I'm Laura Solis. Thank you so I'm much. Jason Marshall. Jason Marshall. This Appreciate was you. Black Jesus. Remember to rate and review. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. I think we're on Google Play now. I don't know if that confirmation came through, but I signed up for it. I and saw it. it did come through. Hi. Yeah, yes. we all Google Play now. And, and send us your comments and questions on Instagram. Oh, Twitter, we didn't give Facebook. the people a question. They can still answer the question from last time because we didn't talk about it yet. There you go. Um, all right. Or fix the black Jesus at gmail.com. Slide in our DMs. And if you have. All right opinions or thoughts about this episode please share them i'm sure y'all do. <laughs> we talked about quite a bit so bring it on all right please fix it black jesus bye later bye